Welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, your favorite podcast about remembering things. It's me, Josh. Oh, no. Oh, you've stepped on my vocal toes. You looked at me and stopped talking. I thought that you were done. Well, you know how it goes. I introduce myself right after. Do you always? Always. Oh. Well, let's do it again. All right. Rewind, please. Hello, and welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the show about... This is Paul. Did I get it? Rewind it again. <laughs> oh no, we did it too far and I'm a widow baby. <laughs> uh oh, I don't even know what nostalgia means. Oh no. You better fast forward. Nah, I think this is fine. <laughs> There's no, nothing wrong with this one. This one I think is A-okay. I really want to see everybody's face who listens to this when I start doing my baby talk. Because I know that everybody in the audience can't get enough of it. What do you think their faces look like? Probably smiling, probably blushing a little bit. Kind of like when you get a really nice haircut and the barber finally turns you around afterwards and is like, what do you think? (laughs) I imagine they look like that. Hmm. Not a bad haircut where you're a little flushed from how mad you are. Oh, Where you kick that fucking barber's ass six ways to Sunday. Damn. Must be upset about that haircut. Oh, you know, can't fuck that shit up. Yeah, I think you can. Well, you can. It's not good. Sh- yeah, it's bad. But you can. You ever had a bad haircut? Yeah, plenty of times. Mm. I had a bad haircut for most of my life, I feel. Like. <laughs> <laughs> when did it get good? I mean, I hope that I don't think in like five years that my hair's bad now. But I feel, well, I mean, right now I do need a haircut. It's kind of all over the place. Yeah, you <clears> look like shit. I know. I wore my poop costume <laughs> to record today. So thank you, actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, first off, like, actually, when I was first born, I had a pretty good haircut. <laughs> I had blonde hair and it was actually I was bald when I was first born. Then I got like kind of like long, long, curly blonde hair when I was like a toddler. And I've seen some pictures. Pretty good. Classic, like 90s baby in a mm. good way. Uh, then I got to uh, be like five or six, you know, then I got the classic bowl cut Ooh. Um, as a yep. as a child, which I had until probably 2006 or seven. So I had it for a good 10 years. Yeah, same. I also sustained on the bowl cut for a very long time. I don't remember when I decided, like, I want to have a new haircut. Well, yeah. I mean, also when you're a kid, like, all I remember hearing my parents say is like, oh, yeah, give him a bowl cut. <laughs> I did. Did you also transition between bowl cut and buzz cut? Yeah, I mean those are the two <laughs> that you had. Those are the two hairstyles you have when when you're a child. Yeah, it's bowl or buzz. <laughs> and then yeah, I don't know. I remember then at some point, I think it was it must have been like eighth grade. I just kind of stopped cutting my hair, and so I got like long hair, and it was like down to my shoulders. Wow. And I had that for a few years, um, and then I cut it in. I was probably like a junior. I like got a haircut 
And then I had kind of like, just like teenage boy hair, right? I didn't really do anything with it, but it wasn't super long anymore. Did you have like the, the wispy, like, uh, bangs over your eyes, kind of smosh hair? No, no, I did not comb my hair. It was very similar to this. It's like what it looks like now when I put my hair like down. Oh, so just like <laughs> nothing's going on, just like kind of messy bedhead. That's and, a that's a great look. Yeah, so th- there's sometimes like hair in my eyes, um, and then I didn't ever comb my hair, still don't, and I didn't use any product, also still don't. Um, and I remember getting a haircut one time, and the hairdresser was like, "Also, we've got some gel for sale, um, and it doesn't take very much time to put in every day if you want some." And I was like. I don't know. Don't really have enough time to do that. She was like, it doesn't take any time. And then she was like, it's kind of expensive though. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't have any, any money, which <laughs> I didn't because I was a fucking 15 year old. She was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I just kind of had generic guy hair until I don't even remember when specifically it was, but I started, oh, it was when I think I was maybe like a sophomore in college, I started like just like pushing it back a little bit. Mm. And uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. Wow. I think it was in first grade is when I learned about hair gel. Mm-hmm. One of my friends uh, would put gel in his hair and he wouldn't really do anything with it. I think he would just like, he would put a bunch of gel in his hair and then just like, kind of like what you were just doing, like comb it down. Comb <laughs> it down with gel? Yeah. But then, Weird. like, but then it was also the middle of winter, so he would have the crunchiest hair ever, and I thought it felt so cool. I was like, can <laughs> I touch your hair? And it would just like it would it would be it was like feeling it was like feeling plastic <laughs> with wow. just like cold hardened gel in the middle of winter. That's and then I eventually what? did that. Yo, you gel? Did you gel your hair down? Yeah. What? I don't remember. I remember people spiking their hair. With I did gel. both. Oh, I was always jealous of the kids who spiked their hair. I did. I I I had that for a while. The spiky hair. Do you got any pictures? Uh, no. Probably at my parents' house. There's probably a a school picture with it. But you should uh, have them send it to you. Eh, maybe I'll find some when I go back for a holiday. It's holiday season. It is. It's holiday season, Josh. Mm-hmm. You know what that means. It's time to rank Thanksgiving foods. I, I am I am very excited to do it once again. We are we are which we are yeah with someone else this time. Uh huh. I so. mean, maybe we should should we dip our toes in right now? Dare we? No, no, it's too early for that. I'm just gonna say not yet. I still like green bean casserole. Mm, I don't think anything has changed for me. Yep, it's gonna be the exact <laughs> same for us. We, we just re-release the same episode again. <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be funny. Uh, but it's there... a very special holiday today. Oh, that's right. It is. It's like... the 10th anniversary of the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Is that true? Yes, it is. Oh, wow, I did play that today. It feels like a lot longer than 10 years. I thought you were going to say Veterans Day. That too, I guess. <laughs> I also thought you might say that it is... <laughs> um, there's that Simpsons bit where it's... Uh, Mary Quimby says, today we'll... From now on, be known as Flaming Moe's Day. And one of his aides says, uh, sir, it's already Veterans Day. And he says, <laughs> it can be two days. That is that is pretty much true. Mm-hmm. A lot of holiday stats. When did it become a thing? Like, you know, like 
you'll all of a sudden say like, it's National Donut Day. Mm-hmm. When did it all of a sudden every day just have to commemorate something? I don't know. I feel what? like it's just a website that made it all up just so they could sell calendars with a different day. I've never even seen them on a calendar. They always showed up just like... Well, you have to buy specific calendars. Oh, do you? Well, I, I think, and that's my theory, is that some bitch ass who wanted to make <laughs> a bunch of money uh, just like made up a day for every day of the year so that they could sell a calendar with every day on it. Because mm, I think I remember seeing that on like Facebook, like, I don't know, in the 20s, early 2010s, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure that's when they came up with it. But yeah, I they... I don't know when that happened, but it happened around then. It's so stupid, except for when I get a discount on something that I want. I'm always too scared to go for any of those discounts because I feel like everybody's going to be in there demanding their free donut from Krispy Kreme. Mm, yeah. Or their free. And it's always going to be a g- original cup of coffee from Starbucks. Just fine. Both of those things are fine. I have one of those on my desk right now. Yeah. They have their holiday cups and they don't say Merry Christmas, so I'm going to throw a fit. Oh, yeah. You should film one of those. Videos where you're driving your car and you're so mad about the Starbucks. Cup. I should. What's that guy's name? Not Kevin James. He looks kind of like Kevin. He James. does look kind of like Kevin. I know who you're talking about. Josh Firestein, Fierstein. Is that his name? Oh, that sounds very. Fr- I can't believe you remember his name. I can't believe it either. <laughs> I haven't thought about that guy. But I do know what you're talking about. I do have. Uh, I do have a, a couple baseball hats that like. The new era ones that don't have like the adjustable thing on them that I can wear backwards because that's the look. Man, should I be that guy for Halloween next year? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna make a note of that right now. I've got a notepad or uh, like a in my notes app. I've got a list of possible Halloween costumes. Carry on without me. Okay. Oh, what is there to talk about? There's a lot of things to talk about. For some reason, I can't think of any of them. I'm looking at my coat right now. It's a nice coat. I got it on sale. Cotopexi. A newish brand. Only started seeing those recently. But I uh, got it on an Instagram ad. Sometimes, hey, you know what? I got to say, for as much as people always complain about ads, and by people, I mean people on Reddit are just like, this is a fucking ad. And then they just get, they just like get their little, get a little hissy fit about it. Uh, I don't mind. I'll, I'll, I'll click on an ad if it means I'll get similar ads to it. Right, I've gotten a lot of stuff from ads, and I think it's great. I'm back. Hi. The, the only thing I bought from an internet ad was a shirt, and it took like four months to arrive, mm. and it was bad. It like is like a belly shirt. It goes right up to my belly button, even though I bought the normal size of shirt that I wear. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it uh, doesn't look like the. Well, you also got to like, you know, you got to, you have to, still, you still have to do your research. You, you have to do your venom. due diligence about whether or not this ad is trustworthy. You know, I can trust an ad for a brand I've seen before. You know, it's like, oh, 60% off some Adidas shoes directly from their website. Sure, I'll check it out. Clearance on this coat? Sure, why not? You know, but if it's like, you know, uh, shirts. Shirts are us <laughs> underscore 52. I was like, oh, I got to check you out. Gotta are you do legit? Your, do your research there. If you're, not, if you're not legit, I must quit. That's true. You got to. Mm-hmm. Well. um, Are you mad about the Starbucks cup? Furious. Yeah. I'm about as red as that cup. I'm glad you still bought one. Mm-hmm. How else can I tell them I'm upset about the cups if I can't hold one? Show them in their face. Like, hey, your cups are, they're missing something very important. 
I mean, it is very funny when those people like say that their name is Merry Christmas so that they have to, the barista has to say Merry Christmas. That's pretty funny. Um, in all my years as a barista, nobody ever made, told me their name was Merry Christmas. Somebody said- You didn't work, you didn't work at a Starbucks. No, well, that's true. But some people would say like, I only ever had one person like obviously make up a name because they were like trying to be quirky, I think. Or maybe they were just having fun. I don't know. I was a grouchy barista and mm. I still probably would be if I was one today. Mm. But they, I just remember them being like, hmm, today I'm going to be. And then they said, uh, oh, some Game of Thrones character name. I don't mm. remember what it was. It was like. Daenerys Targaryen. I think so. I think that was what it was. Really? I, yeah. I was That's like, not even like a deep cut. I know. And like, I, if it was a deep cut, it's either funny or like plausible, but we just know that's not your name. Well, and they said it too. Like they like said it like, isn't that funny? And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't call out that name when I called out the drink. I just said Americano or whatever it was. It was probably like a vanilla latte, <laughs> but I just said vanilla latte. There uh, you go. Yeah. I don't like when the name of the drink gets called because sometimes I forget what I ordered. And also what if someone else ordered the same thing? Oh yeah. No, I mean, it makes more sense to call it the name. I, in pl- that case, lots of places do that. They well, call out what the drink is. I'm like, no, just I use my name. If they take your name, then they should say the name. But also if you're the only person in the shop, fine to be like, oh, Americano. Well, yeah, obviously. But yeah, it's insane if a place is busy and then you order like a common drink, like a vanilla latte and they have your name and they don't say your name. That's yeah, insane. It's like just use my, then I know it's mine. Yeah. I, there's also, so many times paying I, much more attention to their name than yeah. to like a drink. Getting yes. Called. I, honestly, I just kind of hate that you have to like wait. That sounds like, so like, I hate having to wait for my drink, but also it's like, I, I feel like. If I'm with someone, I can't engage in conversation because I'm too busy waiting for my drink to show up. I don't. And know. I don't want to like miss it. It doesn't take that long for, for if the it's drink busy. To get made. It can. It can take like five minutes. Well, so yeah. Then there's just five minutes. You just keep. But your I don't ear know open. what's going to be five minutes. Well, I don't know what's. And I don't want my drink to get cold, or I don't want someone to think I've left. I don't. I don't you could stand up there by the counter until it's done. Sometimes I do. Yeah. And then sometimes too many people. I don't want to stand up here too. Now I'm just crowding the walkways. My, I remember my least favorite. I don't, it's pretty funny now. Now that I think about it, but like when I would make somebody's coffee and call out their name like 18 times, and like nope, they wouldn't come up and get it. And then I'd like be like, fine, I'm just gonna leave it here because eventually they'll come up and be like, you know, looking for it. And always those people would also like point at their drink and be like, is this mine? As if I know, like, because often if it's busy enough that I'm making more drinks, like, you know, I don't, I don't take the orders. So I'm just making the coffee. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know who you are or what drink you ordered, but. I don't know. Read the cup. Also, I called this out a million times, so probably. Yeah, just read the cup. Yeah. It'll say what's, what you ordered. But there's a mysterious code. It's got a V and an L and my name on it. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't understand. I ordered a vanilla latte, not a VL Paul. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Unbelievable. 
I've got a lot of uh, pent up uh, aggression, barista rage. Yeah, barista rage from when I was a barista. Wow, don't miss that job at all. Really? Yeah, no. So well, sometimes I miss like making a single latte is kind of fun. Um, do you miss being a barista at the place you were at, or do you, or like, do you, or do you? Sorry, do you not miss be? Do you dislike being a barista or do you dislike being a barista at the place you were at? That's what I wanted to ask. Um, I think I disliked being a barista. I see. If I could make like five lattes a day now and still get paid a good amount of money, that'd be fine. I don't want to make a bunch. I don't want to feel stressed about it. It's it's like a fun thing to do. It'd be a fun hobby. If I had like a restaurant quality espresso machine, it'd be great. I would one like of those home ones. No, I want a restaurant caliber one. I don't want a you home want a one. giant one. Yeah, like a real legitimate one because those ones work way better, of course. Um, well, yeah, but I'm pretty sure there are small home ones that are like fine for the home. Well, yeah, but I want to get like a restaurant quality one. If I like a restaurant quality coffee, the home ones are fine, but want a real good one. Hmm. is what I'm saying. Um, but I, yeah, I don't... Is it the machine that does it, though, or is it you? I, part of it's the machine. You can get a shitty machine. I'll tell you what. Hmm. But, I mean, because I like to make a coffee, and I like to do... I used to be able to do some okay latte art, too. Wow. Um, which I don't know if I could to this day. I probably could. Muscle memory? Yeah. Hmm. But what else? I feel like I had... No, I don't have anything else about that. No, I, I don't want to be a barista again because crust, customers, this is, okay, I'm going to do a comparison of bartending versus being a barista. Specifically, my kind of bartending, which is the best kind where I just have to pour beer and wine. <laughs> don't have to make drinks. When you're a barista, you fucking wake up at 5 a.m., you get your ass to work so you can get there at like, you know, 5.15 or whatever because fuck it, I'm not going to wake up more than like, I'm not, if it's that early, I'm not going to wake up like with any time to spare. I'm going to like get dressed and leave immediately. Don't eat breakfast or anything. Um, I get to work. Nobody else wants to be there. Uh, best case scenario, it's like nice weather. And I'm like pissed that I can't be just like hanging out outside. Or worst case is it's snowing. And so I've walked to work in the snow at, just to get, you know, yelled at. And so then, you know, there's people lining up at the door, you know, before you open and you like open the door and people like come in and they're like grouchy because either, either they haven't had their coffee yet um, or they're late for work or both. And uh, yeah, so they come in, they order some coffee from you and they're not super nice. They're, you know, they're grouchy because it's early in the morning. You're grouchy because it's early in the morning. And so you have to like make their coffee and, you know, people don't think about it, but they don't, a lot of people don't tip their barista which is weird to me because you put in like mm. time and effort specifically to make like their drink. seems like a thing. Like if you tip anywhere else, you should tip here. Um, and then they go on their way with their coffee and people are particular about their coffee. So even if you make it right, it might not be the way they like it. So you might have to redo it. Blah, blah, blah. Whole thing. It's annoying. People's complicated ass orders too, where they want, you know, like a soy latte with half flavor, one shot of decaf, one shot of regular espresso. Just insane stuff. And then, yeah, maybe no tip. Just not my cup of tea. But at a bar, I can sleep in till like 9 or 10 o'clock. 
I have a great day, you know, go for a run, enjoy my time, eat breakfast, eat lunch. Then I go into work, somebody orders a beer. I pour that beer. I give it to them. If they don't like it, I didn't make that beer. They can't complain to me. They can be like, could I have a different beer? And I can be like, sure. Then they tip me pretty much every time. And they're happy because, you know, they just got off of work and they're at a place that they're just going to hang out and chill with their friends or sit on their phone and have a beer. They're not mad. It's great. Wow. Bartending is way better than being a barista. Yeah. I could, I could get on board with that. Mm-hmm. The only bad part about being a bartender is the uh, times where you have to cut people off. Never had to cut somebody off from coffee, but I've had to cut people off from beer. It's always gone smoother than I imagined it would. Yeah, I've had most, most of the time it's gone very smooth for me. Which, yeah, most I'm just like, I'm just going to give you water. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they take it and leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think most, most of the time people feel pretty like, they like realize at that point, they're like, oh, I'm too drunk, I see. And they, they don't want to make a big deal out of it. One time I cut a guy off because him and his friend wouldn't, they got into an argument about who was going to pay for their beers and the guy didn't have any money. And so I had to take his ID until he came back and paid for his beer. Wow. Yeah. And he tried to return it. I was like, you can't just return this beer that you already took a drink out of. <laughs> yeah. That's not how this works. It doesn't go, the taps are one way. <laughs> they don't suck it back up. <laughs> Even if they did, I would not suck up the beer that you already took a drink out of. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't particularly miss service jobs. I, sometimes I'm just like, oh, it'd be nice to like, they're social jobs. Mm-hmm, and I just are. sit here in this dark cave all day. And I was like, oh, I just wish there was someone to say hello to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but instead I'm just watching YouTube again and developing those parasocial relationships. Yeah. Oh, well. Should we take a break? Let's take a little break. At JCPenney, we've changed clothes. From head to toe. Top to bottom. Collar to cuff. We've changed looks. We've changed Changed patterns and changed colors. We've gotten lighter and brighter. We've changed JCPenney. Younger. And older. Smaller and taller. We collected more classics, added more accessories, and broadened the basics. We've changed our fabrics and changed our footwear. Our brands have a brand new look. We've added sports shirts to sports shirts. Underwear to underwear. And while we may have changed from our hats to our heels, our great values remain the same. Like our tremendous Mother's Day specials. The perfect way to make Mother's Day even more special. And welcome back. Josh, I have a... So we're doing potpourri today. Potpourri part deux. Potpourri part deux because... uh, Still have some scheduling scheduling issues, um, and on top of that, I've just been extremely busy with tight deadlines on a lot of things. And I just don't have time to find a guest, and and I can't be bothered. Up. You can't be bothered. I've Everyone knows that. Going on. Yeah, you and your <laughs> six days off in a row. <laughs> hey, four of those days we were on a trip. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, I also. 
Sometimes I also just think that maybe, <laughs> I don't know, that I, that you have a plan that I just don't know about. And if I, I should if they, confer If there is you. a plan, I will let you in on it. I know. And then I, that occurs to me, too. And then I'm like, oh, I'll wait. And I just, yeah, we end up doing this, which mm-hmm. is fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. I do want to start off uh, the, the meat of this episode with a little listener mail. Oh, we've got some listener mail? Sort, sort of. It's just a, a few tweets. Wow, uh, that tweets. mentioned us, yeah. Wow, I yeah. Don't know when the fuck these happened? Uh, they happened over the weekend ish, sort Ooh. of here and there. Um, wow, holy shit, really? Yeah, well, I'm so surprised. Well, they're for, they're they're all they're all from one person, previous guest Julian. Oh, yeah. Uh, who first of all says that he is writing in to say that he also had a highlight subscription. Nice, can't Julian, believe you're my man. Can't believe. Other, I can't. I can't believe individuals, households subscribe to that magazine. It's wild to me. Look, Julian and I both uh, came from very wealthy households. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I don't know that for sure about Julian, but I'm going sold to all it. those chocolates. Yeah, He's rolling in money for highlights. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he also wrote in to say that he uh, he thought that the episode with Sam Schultz, the Goosebumps one, was very good. Wow. Which people, multiple people have told me that was a very good episode. Yeah. Sam's a fun guest. Sam's a fun guest. And it, you did a great job editing it and making it a fun listening experience. I, that's one of the only ones I've listened to all the way through. Wow. In fact, I think it is the only one I've listened to all the way through. Wow. Hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is. I, I enjoyed editing that episode. It was very fun, very fun to put together. And I wish I had time to do other things like that or like plan out things like that. But, uh, there is no time to do that kind of stuff. Well, our executive producer, Joe Devine, should get on that. He really should. He was lambasted by sh- by Sam, and maybe I'll lambast him as well. <laughs> Earn your title, Joe. Earn your title. Um, and finally, uh, Julian also recommended us uh, in a, like a, hey, I'm looking for podcasts. What are some that you like? And he mentioned us. So thank you for that. Well, thanks, Julian. Yeah. Look at that. Great listener. Yeah. Julian. A couple of you other fuckers could learn a thing or two. <laughs> That's true. You could tweet. You could look. Tweeting about us is free. You don't. No one. Unless you don't have internet. Unless you don't have internet. But you could also. Well, in probably, which case, could, how do you listen to this? You can find internet. I bet. Yeah, it's under a rock. Maybe it's in a tree. You can find internet anywhere. Maybe it's in the back of the toilet. That's going to be a children's book one day. I bet. You can find internet everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> internet. It's all around you. <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be a scared voice. It sounded more like a dumb guy thinking. I, I, I thought it was like like a fax machine or like a printer. It's like... Uh. <laughs> anyway. You, did you uh, have any experience with fax machines? No. Well, no, 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 Not I haven't. At all. It was very much the on close, the way out, I feel like. Very first. much. The closest I have ever gotten... To experiencing a fax machine, not physically, because I have physically been near a fax machine, was when I wanted to uh, pay for a membership for RuneScape. Mm. And my friend, who was a member, faxed a check to the UK. <laughs> I remember I was, you telling us this on And the I told my mom, like, we can just fax a check. But instead, we got like a Western Union money order and then mailed it to the UK. Oh, um, but I could have almost faxed a check at like 
my friend's mom's workplace. Yeah, that's, I remember that being like my, actually I had a recent, it was like two years ago now, I was looking into renting an apartment and they needed like a co-signer for some reason for me, Mm -hmm. which was insane. I've never had to do that before or since. It's weird. Yeah. And so I was talking to my parents about it and I talked to the rental company and they were like, yeah, they can just fax us this form. And I was like, what the fuck? They want me to fax something? It's like, I was like, what about scanning it? And they're like, no, you got to fax it. I was like, okay. And so I talked to my parents and I was like, yeah, there's a fax machine at my work. I was like, okay. And, uh, didn't end up getting that apartment. It's Uh, very odd. It was very stupid. Um, faxing is still huge in Japan. Really? Japan is like both ends of the spectrum of just like things that are fairly futuristic. Although I think that's kind of like, uh, that that's kind of looking at it through like the wrong lens, like whatever. Um, and also, and more important, and like I think this accounts for like the majority of the country, extremely archaic hmm. fax machines, no credit cards, handwriting and hand filling out tons of documents, anything manual. They love it. They love it. What about yeah. driving? Stick shift? Uh, probably. I don't know. Mm. Can you drive stick? Me? No. Mm. Did you ever learn? No. I learned and I could do it for a little while, but I haven't done it in years now. Mm, I almost uh, tried to, had to teach myself to drive stick. I, when? When I was working in Glacier Park, I uh, I had to take a first aid class and I had an issue with my car. Mm-hmm. So I had to use someone else's car to drive to Whitefish to take this class. And it was a, it was a whole thing of just like trying to figure out and schedule like, okay, well, who will be in your area that they won't need their car for like the day mm-hmm. um, and where you can take it and go to Whitefish. And like the only option was someone that uh, drove stick. This is also before I really understood that I can just admit that I don't know something. Oh, yeah. When- you know, so I was like, can you drive stick? Oh, uh, yeah, I th- I think I can drive stick, <laughs> you know? And so, because at the time, and maybe this is true, my assumption was just like, you you change gears when like you f- it, the car feels like you need to change gears and you hold the clutch and you change the gear and then you just keep going. I mean, I think there definitely is a feeling, but it's also, if it's your first time, you won't, you'll know that feeling, but it'll also be like, what? I mean, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been able to start the car. Oh, probably not. Um... It's it definitely it takes some getting used to. I'm sure it does, but like, I was under the impression that okay, you know what? I don't think driving stick is going to be that difficult. Sure, I'll drive stick to Whitefish from Glacier Park, um, and uh, turns I didn't have to. Nice. The person who provided their vehicle had an automatic truck, oh, and I was nice. like, thank God. Oh my God, I can't believe I narrowly escaped this. I remember thinking that when I was like when I like drove into like got into trucks and like. So I was automatic. It's like, oh, thank God. I don't have to actually drive stick. But then I also had just like another moment of just like, fuck, I've never driven a vehicle this big. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't even a big truck, but it was bigger than my tiny sedan. But it was all fine. Good. I still don't know how to drive stick, and I don't really plan to. I, I wish I had like 
access to a manual drive car because I think it'd be fun, but I just, I don't have uh, easy access to one, so I can't really practice. But I, I somewhat learned how to drive stick, or at least like tried to teach myself manual um, on the original Xbox, was Forza Motorsport 3. Wow. My friend let me borrow his Xbox and a handful of games, and that was one of the games. And I remember thinking, like, I don't like why I don't understand. Like, I don't understand why I can't just go. Like, why not? Why can't I go fast? I didn't know anything about changing gears, and you had to like push specific buttons to like shift up or shift down. I just could not wrap. I I still can't wrap my head around it. That sounds more confusing than driving a stick shift car. I mean, if you know how to drive stick, it's probably easier because you just look at a gauge and you just shift when you need to. I don't fucking know. Oh, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I've been playing the new Forza. What? I've been playing the new Forza Horizon 5. It's very fun. It's a car game. Oh, okay. We'll just skip over this because (laughs) I don't think anyone knows what that is. Um, Even though it's a game that over the week, over the weekend, accumulated 4.5 million players, I don't think anyone's going to know what it is. Well, you should advertise to them. I don't know. Uh, I have a, I have a nostalgic question for you, dear Josh. Shoot, dear J Man, as I like to call you. Yes, Mister P Man. (laughs) Not the P Man. Um, what? Okay. Is there anything that you? As a child or as like a teenager, um, did you, that you gate kept or were a gatekeeper of that now that you think about it, it was silly that you ever tried to do that. Did that happen to you at all? Hmm. I, 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 it happened to me and I was thinking about it on my way over here. I can't quite like. Mine was definitely with music. I remember being very gatekeepery about, uh, like punk music, mm-hmm. which is so stupid because I got into punk music via like pop punk, you know, so like Blink-182, Sum 41, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And then like probably like two years later, I would be like saying like, oh, no, no, that's not like real punk music or stuff like that. You know, like being like, yeah, that's not, that's like for, you know, like 13 year olds or whatever, but real punk music is like, you know, like the clash and uh, the mm. Sex Pistols, and, yep. and then like hard stuff like uh, Dangers or like other bands like that. Mm. Like anything remotely mainstream, I was very like obnoxious about. And I was just thinking how stupid that was. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I, there's all sorts of different kinds of punk music. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did that with some sort of video game thing. Mm. I'm sure. Um I'm pretty sure I also did that with music because like around high school, I started listening to a lot of indie music and that mm. went to my head just like, oh yeah, no one's ever heard of Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I'm king shit because I know in the airplane over the sea. Mm-hmm. I listened to Kid Cudi before he was cool. Every time somebody says Kid Cudi, I still think about Kid Rock and I'm like, wait, what? I feel like you would recognize Kid Cudi more than most Hip hop people. He was oh, on Comedy I, I Bang know Bang. Who Kid Cudi is now, okay. and he was on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, for years. For, mm-hmm. I think maybe just a year. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know who Kid Cudi is, but just for a, a split second, my brain always goes to Kid Rock, and vice versa. When I hear Kid Rock, I think Kid Cudi sometimes too. Wow, that I wouldn't expect. 
It's stupid. Um, My brain is broken. The the only other one is like food. Mmm. Uh, food. Mmm. <laughs> mm, food. Uh, and it, it, I don't know. It's it's primarily for the reason of like, and sometimes I still kind of get these feelings where a lot of, especially now, there's like a lot of Asian food that kind of like, you know, like kind of like gets in the mainstream or not even mainstream, but like people just kind of learn about it and like feel like, oh, this isn't good. You know, and I, there's always still a part of me that just like is a little gatekeepery about it. Well, I, th- I think especially if it comes to like something like, like a specific like thing from like your own heritage or something like that. I don't think that counts as gatekeeping if it's like, I, it's, I, I mean, this, it still sort of is, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I feel, that seems more appropriate. I feel to me, like though. some people like you shouldn't be able to enjoy this because you didn't get made fun of in school for bringing this to lunch, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like why do you why do you get to enjoy this and wax poetic about all these flavors when you you didn't bring this to school and get called stinky? Wait, what did you bring to school that you got called stinky for? It was, it was what you ate, kind of what you ate earlier. It was spam and like rice. Oh, and like I would seaweed. call it salty. I, it, I brought spam musubi to school and then I got made fun of for it. Everyone like said it was what? stinky. Musubi. What's that? Musubi. It's uh spam sushi. Oh, I mean, yeah, I feel like, man, when we were like little kids, sushi really did a 180. I remember hearing about that and being like, raw fish, what the fuck? Well, I mean, I didn't think what the fuck. <laughs> be like, ew, how could anybody eat that? But it's so good. It's delightful. Now everybody eats sushi. Yeah. It's like everybody's one of, it's a thing that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. All this Americanized bastardized sushi. <laughs> Goddamn California roll. What the fuck is this shit? They don't have a California roll in Japan. Let me tell you what. They call it a Japan roll there. <laughs> did I have a California roll when I went there? I don't think I did. I, I'd be surprised. I guess I don't know I would have about gotten it. it just to see what it would be like to get it in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I might I might have gotten one from like a 7-Eleven or something. But most of the sushi that I ate was just fish and rice. It was just nigiri. Nice. Good I bet stuff. it was great. Mm-hmm. Part of the other reason with all this food stuff is it's like... It's 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 criminally expensive. I I don't know if we've really like I don't know if we've actually mentioned it, but you and I mm-hmm. and some other people that have been on this podcast uh, were recently in Washington over at the San Juan Islands, seeing former guest Brendan Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi, Brendan. I don't think he's listening to this episode. I don't know. I don't know if he listens, uh, but I think he does. Brendan, if you are listening, hi. Send us a dollar. <laughs> Um, well, like we went to a sushi place and I got the eel because I, if, if eel is on the menu, I will always get the eel. Right. It's, that's your little song. It's delicious. If it's one of my, on the menu will always get the eel. Yeah. Just like that. I was singing to myself and Ooh, yes. Eel. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm really getting excited, I'll put my ear, put my AirPods in and play the song. Um, it's funny how you get more excited that you listen to it. Not you get more excited and you sing the song. Oh, singing the song, I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, if I want to get real pumped, I'll listen to the real song. Okay. Um, so I got the eel, and it was, honestly, it might have been the worst eel I've ever eaten. Really? Yeah. Well, I knew you didn't care for it, but I didn't know it was the worst you've ever eaten. It was, it was weird. I've never eaten dry eel. It was so, it was like, why is it dry? It should be, it should, like, 
I don't understand. It's like it was like you know you know when like you see like a chef take like a like a like a pro- propane propane blowtorch and like you know char not really char but like brown like the creme the whipped cream like a creme brulee or or like the whipped cream on a meringue pie mm-hmm. you know or like Ned Flanders does to his hot chocolate in the Simpsons movie yeah you know you just take a little blowtorch and just a little and then you know you get a little bit of that like uh that like a, toastiness like yeah yeah. You know, it they just it looks like they just took a blowtorch and just kind of like tried to cook just the outside. There was no like mm. eel. I've never had. I'm sure you can. I actually I have. I have had eel without like like a barbecue quote unquote sauce. But I've never like. Why would you? Why would it be? It was hardly any rice. Smallest pieces of eel I've ever had. Extremely dry because there was no sauce and it was nine dollars. But it was two pieces. Yeah. We went to that grocery store. I got a bigger piece of eel for less than half the price. Damn. It was criminal. Oh, yeah. That was a big piece of eel. I remember seeing Caitlin feed that to you while you were driving. Yeah. And I, I, think I had music playing. It was a very weird experience to watch you be fed eel while driving while I'm like listening to Jeff Rose and stuff. That it was going to go bad. I had to eat it quick. Oh, I don't blame you. It just, just was a, a weird bunch of things happening all at once. Yeah. That eel was not good. Not good. Also, most of that sushi was kind of just like eh, except for that one. Yeah, that there one was that had one that was really that good. one that had like that it had like uh, a cum sauce. <laughs> yeah, the the white cummy sauce that was like a mayo. Yeah, that one was good. I feel like I, it's one of the most foul things I've said on this podcast. But if we're but also, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that whatever that sauce was did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was delicious. It sauce. was so good. It was really good. It was kind of like sweet and a little bit tangy, I want to say. Just like cum. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was good. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite t-shirt growing up? <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely did. What was it? Um, I mean, it depended on the age I was. What's What's the first one you remember? Ooh. You know, I can't think of, oh, oh, no, I know what it was. Um, so my grandmas, who were very, very supportive of whatever I was into at the time, which God bless them, um, they would definitely, like, just get me whatever I, not not whatever I wanted, but, like, they would really, like, if I was into something, like, for instance, I was really into Wallace and Gromit, um, and so they got me a I didn't know neck. you were ever into it. Oh, I loved it. I had no, I just thought you always made references to it because it was funny to make a reference to Wallace and Gromit. I didn't know you were into it. Oh, when I was a kid, it was like my favorite thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. No, I loved a grand day out. I loved, uh, the wrong trousers and a close shave. I had all three on VHS and I would watch them constantly. Did you love those Sealy commercials? I don't know what you're talking about. They use the sheep from Wallace and Gromit in those Sealy commercials. The mattress company. I didn't love them. I, I definitely saw them and was like, oh, yeah, that looks like the same, the same sheep. I feel like that was a few years after I fell out of, oh, okay. not like, I still liked them, but I wasn't like as obsessed with them as I was. Okay. Um, but I, I would like play Wallace and Gromit as like, like by myself and pretend I was in a rocket ship. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble one time because I went behind the radiator and drew on the wall. I was making my dials and buttons. And <laughs> not supposed to do that, apparently. Um, but my my grandmas would always support me and like wholeheartedly whenever I loved. And at the time, I loved Wallace and Cromit, and they bought me a crew neck sweatshirt 
it was tan. Um, and they, I think they just did one of those um, iron on. Do you remember when they had like the, like you could print out a picture and then iron it onto a shirt? Mm-hmm. I think that's what they did. Because I can't imagine anywhere sold a plain crew neck sweatshirt with walls of grommet on it. <laughs> and then they, yeah, they ironed it on and I wore that. Probably until it fall, fell apart. Wow. But I used to love that sweatshirt. Wow. And then then I don't really remember anything for a few years until I I inherited some hand-me-down shirts from uh, some family friends, their son, who had uh, some skateboard shirts. Remember Ooh. a Quicksilver shirt Ooh, specifically? Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite shirt for a while. And then I remember I got this shirt that said quit stalking me on it. And it had a uh, corn. No, it had a uh, celery stock on it. Oh. And that introduced me to those uh, joke shirts. Yeah, those joke graphic tees. Ooh, okay. I was big into those for a while. Okay. Especially any of them with like Star Wars stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Huge sucker for that. And I've told that uh, Dr. Seuss t shirt story on, Thing one. on the podcast. Yep. A few times. Did you actually like that shirt, though? Well, I didn't love it until my mom made me get it, and then I loved it after the uh, cute cashier said that she thought it was a cute shirt. And then I was like, oh, girls like this shirt. But you didn't wear it much afterwards. I wore it to school dance, and I wore it to school every now and again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Only because I thought girls liked it. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. What about you? The one shirt that really comes to mind is... Uh, Legend of Zelda shirt that I got. It was the first ever gaming shirt that I ever owned. Mm. And it was, uh, it had an image of the NES version of Link and him like extending his sword out and in like, like a, a gothic font. It said old school. <laughs> nice. It was, a, it was kind of an ugly, like muddy brown T-shirt. Mm, yeah, there was a lot of those then. There was. I had a. I had a lot of those. Um, love that shirt. I had another brown T-shirt that I really liked. That had. I don't really know how to describe the graphic. It was like it wasn't of anything. It was just like a design. Mm-hmm. And the best way that I can describe it is like French Gothic where there was kind of like a lot of like curly cues and it kind of looked architecture-y. And I remember there were like these applique dots that like kind of made like a little window shape, like one of those like uh, rounded top windows, like square at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm. it. A lot of the shirts that I liked when I was a kid, I liked because they fit well. Not necessarily. Really? As a kid even? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Not That's why I like shirts now. That's why I like shirts now. I was like, I'll wear the shirts that fit me because they're comfortable. Uh-huh. But because I remember thinking like, I think when I started to realize that was when I got another, I got another gaming shirt from Walmart. It was a Mario Brothers shirt and it was like a vintage looking design. And it was very weird because design wasn't screen printed. It was like a felt cutout. Whoa. So like the design had a different texture from the rest of the shirt. The rest of the shirt was like shirt material and then like the Mario Brothers and like some text or whatever was like in a weird like tan felt. Um, and they only had one size 
and they didn't they didn't have my size. I was like, well, maybe I can squeeze into whatever size was too small. And that shirt was just too small, and I just yeah. didn't wear it, even though I loved the design. I was like, I can't wear this. I remember, I remember wearing that shirt to youth group and thinking like, oh yeah, it's game day at youth group. We're all gonna play Halo, and I'm gonna wear my Mario Brothers T-shirt. And then just thinking like, this shirt's too small. <laughs> I feel so self-conscious because this shirt's too small. Wow, I, every shirt that I bought, I bought way too big. Like I, mm, my I mom, had a fails like that. I mean, it wasn't me necessarily. It was always my mom was like, "You should buy this large one so you can grow into it." Meanwhile, I still wear a medium. I do not need to buy a large or extra large anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I kind of did that with shoes. This is really before I only recently learned what size shoe I should be buying because I mm. went to an actual shoe store when they measured my foot Mm -hmm. and they told me like this is how a shoe should feel and this is where your toes should be and like i like talked with the person for like 45 minutes about shoes um then you went with a pair of crocs yeah crocs expensive how much are they by the way uh i went to a croc store in boston Oh, if you're buying from the Croc store, sure. But they have the biggest selection. It's the Croc store. I'm not going to get some, you know, some dinky ass, like, plain black Crocs when I have the option to get something that's more me. Okay. 50 bucks. I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to do this. Oh, that's not so bad. It's not so bad, but I feel like I can get it cheaper elsewhere. Well, just go to shoes.com. Oh, actually, you know what you should do is I, whenever I couldn't find a cheap version of something, I would have, I would tell PJ... And pretend like I was really upset about it. And then he would be like, well, I'll just find it for you. And he would immediately find me a great deal on something. Huh, weird. Yeah. We we even went to a discount shoe place. And then the Crocs didn't have a price on them. So I was like, it can't be that much cheaper than 50 bucks. I'm not going to buy You were too shy to ask? There was no one around. No one wants to work anymore, Paul. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, I got a pair of blue... Con- uh, okay, so... I now know that I wear about a size 9. For the longest time, I thought it was a size 10. I bought, in the middle of high school, a pair of blue Converse, because I love the color, mm-hmm. in size 11. 11, wow. <laughs> Those shoes were way too big. But also, the thing is, I have wide feet. Oh, yeah. So even if I got a 9 or a 10, Converse are the skinniest goddamn shoes in the world. Yeah. My foot wouldn't fit into a 9 or a 10, so I had to get an 11 so that I could, like, at least have the foot be comfortable or the shoe be comfortable on my foot. Oh, interesting. But I did wear those Converse, like, into the ground. They were trash by the time I was done with them. I feel like that was a, a real high school thing was to wear your Converse just until they were, like, nothing. I never had Converse in high school, but I definitely wore my shoes until they were, like, just fucking nothing at all. I had two pairs of Converse. I had, I think it was, I think they were just black high tops. Mm, uh, and then the blue ones were like the low, low cut, low profile. Oh, ones. yeah. I had some knockoff like Kmart brand of those that were like not quite black and white checkered pattern, but like just a different variation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely had like Walmart brand starter uh, knockoff Converse. Nice. Um, I want to circle back to the t-shirts for a second. Yeah. Do you, what are some, I feel like there were some real like popular graphic tees when we were in school and I just, I just want to go through some of the, some of the bigger ones 
Okay. Um, one that I remember, the first one that I really remember seeing around um, and thinking was very cool was the shirt that said, I do all my own stunts. Oh. Do so you remember that one? Or any of the st- or any of the stick figure ones. Well, yeah, like those. I feel like that was the first one though. Like the I do all my own stunts, and then it kind of like blew up into the, its own like genre. There were specifically the stunt shirts because I remember I had one. It was a Chuck Norris shirt. It said Chuck does all my stunts. Oh, that's kind of funny. It's it had a little Chuck Norris doing the exact same pose on the on the shirt, and I remember buying that one because I had a big Chuck Norris phase. Mm. Um, the very first one I remember was in second grade. Oh, and mm-hmm. someone in my second grade class had a shirt that said "Tough Guys Wear Pink." I remember seeing that one. Yeah. Oh, and there was also I remember some kids, which I didn't really understand it at the time, but now it's very funny to me that middle schoolers were wearing this. But it was a pink shirt that said "Keep Laughing." This is your girlfriend shirt. I've seen that one too. Which is so insane for like a seventh grader to be wearing. Also, why would your girlfriend have a shirt that says, keep laughing, this is your girlfriend really, shirt? Yeah, that is really funny. I, I mean, like really similarly, I remember like in secondary, like I couldn't, of course I didn't like piece this all together. I just kind of like had muddled thoughts about it. But I like, it, it, it essentially culminates to like me thinking, if you were a real tough guy, it wouldn't say that. It would just be a pink shirt. <laughs> I just remember thinking just like, that doesn't make sense. Like, not being able to piece it out, but I just remember just feeling like there's something off about this shirt. And it, I think it's just like, if it was, if you were a real tough guy, you would just wear a pink shirt. You wouldn't need to label it. Oh, man. Did you ever have a pink shirt phase? Did you have a pink shirt? Uh, I did have a pink shirt phase. Or I don't, yeah, I had, I think I had a pink V-neck. Mm. I had a V-neck phase. Ooh, V-neck phase. Yeah, had a V-neck phase. V-nice. Yeah. Uh, I have pink hoodies now. Well, yeah, I mean, now it's kind of like you just realize, like, oh, col- there are colors that look good on you. You can wear any color. You can just wear whatever you want. I remember my mom bought a uh, blue collared shirt and a pink collared shirt for her at Macy's, but she bought them in the men's section. And then I remember, well, I don't remember why, but I like tried on the pink shirt and I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. And so I was like, hey, mom, can I wear this shirt? <laughs> she was like, yeah, okay. And so I took a pink shirt from my mom <laughs> and wore it. Um, and Like a polo? No, it was a like a collar. It was like a, like a button up. Oh my God. <laughs> you wore it to school? Yeah. Well, I wore it, I wore it like over a t-shirt. Like, so it was like open. It, it was a, a men's shirt and it was like, was it, it the kind stripes. that's designed to be tucked in? No. Oh, and so like, of. it and was so like, like the a tail shirt of your like shirt a, is like down to your knees. It, no, it wasn't that baggy. <laughs> um, it was, it was kind of like what a skateboarder would wear. <laughs> I don't I know. I can't imagine. It's not as ridiculous as what you're imagining. I'm imagining a dress shirt. It's not a dress shirt. No, it was definitely like a casual button up. Okay. It definitely, it was I not think. like just like a dress shirt. It wasn't like. Okay. Cause I'm imagining a dress shirt. No, it was, it was something a cool teen would wear. <laughs> Trust me. I was a cool teen. <laughs> okay. Even though I was wearing my mom's clothes. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, let's see. There was also the, uh, the like sh- the stick figure clothes where it was like poorly drawn stick figures and they would be complaining about their sister or homework. You remember seeing those? I vaguely remember those. The six figure ones that I'm thinking of are like the, they're like the wet floor sign 
variety of stick figure. Right. That, and they're yeah. always in like, they're always in like, they're like four panel comics always. See, the ones I'm thinking of were like that, but they were like, just like poorly drawn, like not necessarily a stick, but it'd be like a box and then a head. But that I, I saw some of both. Mm, I'm going to see if I can just find some on the internet. I feel like they would always just be like, give all my homework to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, it, yeah, it was just always homework sucks, sister sucks related. Like, I want to go play video games. Then that, that's like what they all were. And I remember in elementary school thinking like, oh, those are so cool. And then getting into middle school being like, mm-hmm, these aren't, those aren't so funny anymore. Like, let's some step people it up, think they were still. Some people thought they were still funny. I know. I was judgmental of them. I was gatekeeping humor. Oh, this was a, this I think was a pretty big trend. Um, a lot of varieties of this, which is a t-shirt that has three boxes that has eat, sleep, and then a third thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember those. They got pretty fucking buck wild with those. Mm-hmm. I remember there were ones about like how to get out of a speeding ticket or something like that. Yeah. I remember that. They're always like weird cop ones. Yeah. Where it was, which is kind of strange. Cause I feel like the same people who would buy the, those shirts then, are the same people who now would be like, back the blue. Oh, they, yeah, they're the same people. Yeah. But it, it'd be like, throw a donut out the window or like... <laughs> throw it? Oh. Like to get out of a speeding ticket? I was I still know. looking for shirts and I just... I, I just kind of like singled out throw a donut. I thought that was its own shirt. <laughs> which, <laughs> That's a shirt we should sell. It's pretty funny. Throw a donut out the window. Uh, I'm trying to find other shirts here. What others? Um... Did you have friends that only wore those shirts? Mm, pretty much. The yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't ascribe that quality to them, but they wore them a lot. And uh, yeah, there was there was Family Guy shirts too that got big for a little while, and South Park shirts were huge. I feel like there was never really Simpsons shirts that I saw, but there was a lot of respect my authority. Oh yeah, shirts. I saw that a lot. That was like I feel like my introduction to South Park was really? seeing it on those shirts. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's those ones in Family Guy shirts, and yeah, there's always like Mario ones, and then there was a bunch of Star Wars ones, which those were the ones that always got me. Um, and then ACDC also had a lot of them. I remember I had an ACDC shirt. Really? Yeah, it said "For those about to rock, we salute you," and it had a cannon on it. And I eventually cut the sleeves off of that bad boy. And would wear it when I was drumming in my punk band. Uh, I remember seeing this one a lot. Another one of those panel shirts, uh, which depicts uh, in, in one panel and one box, there is a couple. And then it, underneath it, it says problem. And then the second one is the man kicking the woman out of the box. And it says problem solved <laughs> or just solved. I Wait, remember seeing that a lot. Why is the problem that they're in a couple? I don't know, because for some reason, misogynistic t-shirts were all the rage in the 2000s. I mean, they really were. I remember similar things to that, but that just seems like very succinctly put just with all of them. I know, because there's also this one that I, that I remember seeing where it's just like, I'm in a relationship, game over. <laughs> Can you like I can't like, imagine wearing why would you wear that? I mean either you're single and you're, you're bitter yeah, about being single or you're in a relationship and you're 
Yeah, partner I know. Like, is like, what who the is fuck? this T-shirt? Who is this T-shirt for? Because I can't like. I would wear it now because I think it'd be funny. That would be very funny if you just came home and Caitlin, look at this shirt that I got. <laughs> that would be very. But like, but like thinking about the, this T-shirt at the time it was made and the people that I know who would have worn it. Like, I've been like single seventh graders. Yeah, I know. It's like, what are you talking? Like, is is unless unless it's just like they're projecting their feelings, right? Where it's just like, I think if you're in a relationship, it's game over. Not necessarily that I am in a relationship and it's game over for me. <laughs> but because you're wearing it on your T-shirt, it reflects that more than it does your feelings about it. Right? Am I wrong about that? No, you're totally right. But I mean, all there are so many of those shirts that were just like, yeah, you have actually no, this shirt doesn't relate to you <laughs> at all as a 13 year old. Um, I just, I also wonder about like those kids' parents, like my parents were very, a thing that I think they did very well was they would like ask me like, why do you want this <laughs> shirt? Like, do, is, do you think that like, and they would like question me about it. So like if I tried to buy that shirt, they'd be like, what do you think being in a relationship means game over? Well, that's good. It is good. I know. And I'm very appreciative of that now. At the time, I would have been embarrassed and been like, uh, no, I just think it's funny. Yeah, I think that was probably the case with a lot of people. It's like, oh, it's just funny. I do remember I had, so I had a few of the like, like pun shirts like those like so I had the quit stalking me and then I had another one of a pizza and the piece was being pulled out and it said peace out underneath you know kind of like Mm -hmm. peace out I had a few of those shirts those are the two that I remember but I remember I had this math teacher one time who and she always complimented those shirts and one day she was like where do you find those do you like go like shop at like thrift stores and stuff and I like remember being like my feelings were like a little bit hurt and like everybody kind of laughed like and I was like oh I hope everybody doesn't think I'm like poor. <laughs> and I was like, no, I get, I get them at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I said that, but I think it was like, I buy them new. And <laughs> she was like, oh, sorry. And I was I like, nobody was really like making fun of me, but I remember feeling like a little bit embarrassed. Like, yeah. Oh, does it seem like I'm a thrift store guy? Which uh, now I'm like, yeah, I fucking love thrift stores. <laughs> find a cool shirt at thrift store. I'll wear that shit all day long. But as a middle schooler, I was very sensitive. I, yeah, I get that. I get that. I got so many of my clothes from Walmart. I got all my clothes. Well, who am I talking about? Except for the rare occasion we would go to JCPenney. Oh, yeah. Those clothes are honestly, like, even looking back, none of those clothes were good. No, still aren't very good. I don't need a, I don't need a terrible looking Arizona brand flannel shirt. Not even, it's a plaid shirt. Let's be real. It's not flannel. It's a plaid <laughs> button up shirt. Plaid, yeah. There's a difference between something that's flannel and something that's plaid. Oh, man. I had this sweater that I got at a thrift store, which was St. John's Bay, which I think is a JCPenney brand, or at least they carried it. I think it. it is, yeah. It was great. It fit super well. I loved the color. And then I went to JCPenney, and I saw the same sweaters, and I was like, oh, well, I already know that this size of this sweater is great, and I love it. So I'm going to buy this one, and they fucking like changed the material or something like in between the time that that one got donated and I bought it mm. and then when I got a new one because the new one was not nearly as good as this old one that I had. Was this new? Wait, was this recently? No, this was oh, okay. in high school, maybe mm. early college, something mm. like that, but just a bummer. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm sure it's, it is no longer in my family's possession, but a lot, like when I was a kid, my dad had 
a, a really not a really it was, I'm pretty it was new at the time I'm sure, and it was still in good condition like because he never really wore it. But my dad had a Simpson Simpson shirt that mm. had Bart Simpson on it, and this was before they this is before like the Simpsons solidified uh like their their brand image because it's Bart in a blue shirt oh, instead yeah. of his trademark red shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's Bart on a, it's a white t-shirt, says the Simpsons, has Bart on a skateboard wearing a blue shirt. And I, I really hope that's still at my parents' house because I want that shirt back. It would be cool. I love those like old Simpsons shirts. Yeah, because it's like you never see Bart in a blue shirt anymore. But it was this was blue shirt era Bart. I, I like the Simpsons shirts that you occasionally will see, like kind of like vintage ones where like some artist just like took Bart's character design and makes him into like a black child and it says like end apartheid now I oh yeah one that. of those like weird knockoff ones yeah where those he, are awesome there's like that one of like sonic and he has he's like it's like old sonic where he's like a little rounder mm-hmm. uh like original sonic design and he's like colored in with like rasta colors and the side of it and like a set in like a times new roman says obama 08 have you seen that <laughs> i have not seen that one yeah that's one of the that's pretty funny um yeah. I think also my uh my dad also had or my mom, someone, and I, I again I hope it's still there, uh had a or has a like vintage Lacoste windbreaker. And they my mom has tried on multiple times, multiple occasions to give it to me, and I've never really liked it, but I think I'm at the point now where I would like it. Huh. I don't even know what that is. Lacoste is just it's a it's like a middle expensive brand maybe it was more expensive longer ago i i don't know but i remember i remember thinking like i've never heard of this brand it probably sucks and then later being like oh i know that some of their stuff was expensive mm-hmm. and this was like probably from the 80s wow like i'll yeah i'll wear it that'd be cool when did you get into peacoats this is just a fashion we just call this one the fashion one the fashion episode peacoats yeah when did i get a peacoat because everyone had a peacoat phase, right? Everyone yeah. eventually thought like, hey, that looks good. I want one of those. I want to say I was a senior in high school when I got a peacoat. I was also you? in high school. Yeah. It was for speech and debate. Oh, A lot yeah. of people had them like, oh, I want a coat like that. I don't want to wear this. Well, they're nice coats and they're pretty warm. Yeah, they're sometimes warm. I mean, they're like wool. They're warm if you're also wearing the other things you should be wearing with a peacoat, which is a suit. <laughs> or a hoodie. Or a hoodie. I used to always wear a hoodie under my peacoat. Mine, uh, mine had a hood. Your peacoat had a hood. The first one I ever had, yeah, it had a zip, it had a zip, zip hood. Interesting. It was Guess. I got uh, it from TJ Maxx. Lacoste. No, it's Guess. I am guessing. Um, Here's a hint. Anchor. You can get it at TJ Maxx. Oh, is it Guess brand? It is. Wow. I'm so smart. Yeah. And then uh, got a different one after that. And now, I don't even know if I have, I'm sure I have that one still. I don't know where it is. Did I get rid of it? I'm kind of over those coats now. I don't. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, um, my friend had a peacoat and his cousin was in the Navy. Um, and, Ooh, a real one. Well, no. Well, yes. Well, he was in the real Navy. My friend got a different peacoat, not a Navy peacoat. Um, and he was just wearing the peacoat and his cousin was like, why are you wearing that? And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, it's stolen valor. That's a Navy coat. And this was like two years ago. He was like, what are you talking about? He's like, it, that's a Navy coat. It, everybody wears pea coats though. Like 
It was a big yeah. thing for years. What are you talking about? It's like maybe that was the case in 1950, but they're they are so far removed from. That's like if somebody's wearing camo, calling it stolen valor. That's like saying it's stolen valor if you have a jeep because it used to be a military issued vehicle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like you're you're really late on the uh, the having a pea coat. Mm-hmm. Thinking it's a. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Boy, you, I, you know what I mean. I got bad news for you about all these people that have a boat. <laughs> Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. <laughs> you can't have a boat. Only the Navy can have a boat. Let's see, what other what other fashion accessories? Oh, I used to I remember when I got my first like beanie that I really, really liked. It I have was, yet to find a beanie I really like. Oh. I don't think my head is the right shape for a beanie. I feel like you just gotta find the right beanie. My head I th- I think my head's too round. I don't understand why that would make a difference. The I way mean, that if I you don't want like a beanie, the way they look on you, that's one thing. Well, no, the way that I want a beanie to sit and rest on my head. You want them like floating on top? Yeah. Um, no, the way that I want a beanie to like sit and rest on my head and, and where I think it also looks good is it, it also means that the beanie will not stay on my head because mm. the elastic like doesn't clamp right. It like slides off. It slides off and then up and then it just falls off my head. Like... I, in order for a beanie to stay on my head, like it, it needs to like come down halfway, like <laughs> down my head, like over your eyes. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and so well, I get to wearing find a beanie over the weekend, weren't you? I was. And I'm like, it, I, I thought it was like, okay, this might be the one, but it's not the one because mm. I was wearing it the last couple of days. And I was like, it's just falling off my head. Interesting. Maybe, I, maybe you're right. I just have to find the right beanie. I think you do. Honestly. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking for a new beanie. Anyway, that's not really here or there. Yeah, beanie suggestions. Go ahead and send them to Paul and to Josh and to me. Yeah, we're both need them. Find, recommend me a beanie uh, that will fit on round heads. I have a very round head. Have you t- tried typing that into Google? No. Maybe you'll find something. Um, but the first beanie I ever had was a beanie with the Hulk on it. Like just his face, big blown up, is probably about that big, like as big as my hand, ah. his face. And I wore that every day for probably two years. Um, not to school because we weren't allowed to wear hats to school, but like any time that I was in school, I would wear that beanie and I loved it. I loved the way it made my long blonde hair look. It was like, it looked all curly underneath. And I, I really liked that hat. I would wear it swimming, which <laughs> was ultimately my downfall because I wore it to a pool in a hotel and I took it off because it got soaking fucking wet. Yeah. Because it's in the pool. And then I left it down there when I went back up to the room. And I realized hours later that I had lost my beanie and I went to the pool. Wasn't there. I went to the front desk. They didn't have it. Never got that beanie back. <laughs> did you ask the front? Hey, did you ever, did, have you seen a wet beanie? <laughs> have you seen a sopping wet Hulk beanie? <laughs> did anyone turn in a dripping beanie? <laughs> By chance. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll come back in a little bit. It's just, it. I have not really thought about it since then, but somebody probably fucking threw it away. They, why would you turn a, a soaking wet hat <laughs> yeah. to the front of this closet and found it? It's just, it definitely just got tossed in the garbage. Wow. Always wonder what happened to that. Just well, now figured it out. <laughs> someone threw it away. Yeah. But then, yeah, after that, I took a beanie break. And then eventually I found a blue 
very blue, uh, very plain, just like roll up beanie. Oh, I know that beanie. Yeah, I've I still have it to this day. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I remember the first time thinking like, damn, this hat looks actually pretty good was I got my picture taken for the newspaper and because uh, I was at a Wall Street, an Occupy Wall Street protest when I was a senior in high school. Wow. And I th- I was like, damn, I look actually very good in this picture and that beanie, I was wearing it. And so that's was, the beanie for you. Yeah, it was my beanie for a long time. There's a couple of beanies that I have that I feel like, oh, I think I think this, these might work. And they're ones I've got from Target. Mm-hmm. But they've, over the years, kind of started to, like, lose their shape. Yeah. There's some real cheap beanies out there. I have a great one like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were cheap beanies. I got them at Target. Oh. my! Mm-hmm. So my first replacement beanie for my Hulk one, I went to Hastings. Ooh. I got a Rage Against the Machine beanie. Mm. It didn't quite have the same look. Wasn't as tight. How many band shirts did you have? I had a lot. I had, I wonder if I can remember them all. I don't remember even what the first one was. I remember buying a Reliant K t-shirt Ooh. from their website. Ooh. And I was very excited about it. It had a hot dog. It was actually a pretty fun design. It was a hot dog holding a slice of pizza. And the hot dog was like angry looking and he had like a band a bandit mask on and mm-hmm. he was carrying a briefcase and he looked mad. And I, That was it? There was like no words on it? No. It's, well, other than Reliant K. Huh. That's pretty funny. It was funny. But they didn't have it in my size, which I was probably as small then. And so I bought an extra large because <laughs> oh, that no. was the only size they had with the same logic of like, oh, I'm going to grow into this. Didn't, of course. What a shame. Yeah. But I mean, it's the kind of shirt that if I had it now, I'd probably wear it like, I don't know. I'd find an occasion to wear a yeah. giant shirt with a hot dog on sleep it. Sleep in it. Yeah. It's a sleep shirt. That It did turn into a sleep shirt, which man, there you what, go. A, what a shame for, <laughs> for that shirt. Mm. Uh, then I had an ACDC shirt. Wow. Which I already talked about. Akadaka. Uh, Akadaka. Uh, I bought, I, I used to peruse thrift stores for band shirts. So I remember I had a Pink Floyd shirt. Are they all dad bands? The Classic ones at, at thrift stores, yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Dark Side of the Moon, which a lot of people had a Dark Side of the Moon shirt. Um, it was the one with the two faces. I don't even know what album that is. Um the two like stone faces. And then I found a Beatles shirt at thrift store. Um, I feel like those are the ones that I really remember that I had in like middle school and high school. Mm. What do you remember any band shirts that you had? I didn't have many because we, I, to this day, not a fan of classic rock, which would be the only t-shirt band t-shirts available to me. Right. You know, since shopping is limited in Kalispell, you can get shirts at Walmart, Shopco, Kmart, JCPenney. That's pretty much it. Yep. And so, you know, you'll get your Pink Floyds, you'll get your ACDCs, you'll get your Rolling Stones, Mm. you'll get maybe your Grateful Deads, you know? So you'll get all of like those shirts, but it's like, I don't... I don't listen to any of these bands. So I didn't get a band shirt until high school uh, when I think we went to Missoula and I went to Hot Topic. I was going to say Hot Topic, huh? Went to Hot Topic and got myself a Rise Against shirt. Wow, a Rise Against Oh, that reminds me I did get a System of Down shirt Ooh, that my dad bought me when he was in California. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. 
I was very influenced by uh, one of my friends in high school who, he was like my first new friend just because we sat next to each other in like our very first class in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, He was like very typical emo kid, long, like long fringy hair, uh, skinny jeans, black vans, and a new band t-shirt every day. Oh, yeah. Against me. Under oath. Uh, Against me is good. Uh, he had a black flag t-shirt. Wow. He had, uh, what's a uh, slipknot? A lot of slipknot shirts from that guy. Uh, I was like, oh, I, I remember thinking like, these people are real. I've only ever heard about them on the internet. Um, and I was like, I then like the only reason I ever listened to Rise Against was because of him. Mm. And I was like, I gotta get, I gotta get a band t-shirt at some point. Uh, that I think might have been the only one that I ever had until I started going to concerts oh, and then I yeah. would just get shirts there. Oh yeah. I, I remember getting uh yeah, some concert shirts, which I still have the very first concert shirt I ever got, which is Decemberists. Ooh, wow. Isn't that, it's a nice shirt. It fits it fairly nice well. I'm surprised it's held up. Yeah. My first concert shirt. Was that my first one? One of my first ones. It was a no effects shirt and I would probably still wear it to this day, but it, it got like so many like little moth holes in it. Mm. Like it just, I, I, that apart. shirt is 10 years old. My Decemberist shirt. It's wild. And like a lot of the, a lot of like the, the ink on it, the mm-hmm. colored ink has faded and like, there's just a bunch of white underneath it. So that like, cause they'll print white and then they'll print the color over it. Almost all the color is gone. Mm. But like the shirt integrity still fine. It's a good ass shirt. Are Hot Topics still around? I feel like they are. I think they are. There's not one in Missoula anymore. No. But no band t shirts here. No. <laughs> no, sir. Nope. That's fine. You could probably get a band shirt at like Spencer's, right? Oh yeah. I'm sure they've got but they've got like Bob Marley shirts and stuff at Spencer's. They'll only have Bob Marley shirts at Spencer's. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they, they probably got some hip hop. They'll have ones Bob too. Marley and Sesame Street. Like at the same time, Big Bird smoking a big joint. No, just those are the two categories of shirts that they'll have. <laughs> well, and now they've got the, uh, you know, somehow graphic tees have gotten a million times worse. Like you know that kiosk in the middle of the mall that just sells oh, a, a yeah. million shirts. Uh huh. God, those are all. Every time I look at them, they're like. Those so... are the new shirts we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, like the problems. I'm sure they have that shirt still. That's a timeless yeah. design. <laughs> it really is. And they're just all really bad. It's like they doubled down on all of them. Mm-hmm. Where it's got like pictures of Trump and he's like, has a gun and he's like in a Speedo and he's like slapping some poor woman's ass. <laughs> and it's like, miss me yet? Yeah. Shit like that. I can't believe that. I can't believe how long that kiosk has been. That guy kills it. He makes those shirts right there. I've seen them. Really? Yeah. They're just heat pressed. Wow. Yeah. It's, they're all just horrible. Mm-hmm. People love that shit. I kind of do too. I mean, I, 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 mean, I wouldn't tell... lie that there's maybe one or two shirts that I would buy, but I'm not going to buy them out of principle and also because crappy quality shirts. Yeah. I, I will say too, I still tell the story about the time we went to the Boy Scout chili feed and we saw that guy with the shirt that said, I'm not always an asshole. Just kidding. Yes, I am. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. That's a that's a legendary T-shirt, and I'm sure he got it at a very similar place to that. Mm-hmm. 
But just also, I like to imagine the, uh, or maybe I don't like to imagine the people who buy those shirts. Yeah. It's like such a insane thing. Especially in cases like that where like you can, well, I don't know. Do you think he bought that shirt or do you think it was a gift? I Because I regularly think about, I don't know why I think this, but I regularly will think about whenever I see someone that is wearing something that I'm just like, you are wearing very like utilitarian clothes and not, and not on someone that is like actually doing a job, you know, like if I saw someone that's like, you know, they have like Carhartt's boots, dirty hoodie and everything. It's like, no, you clearly work in these clothes. You probably have other clothes that you will casually wear. But Mm -hmm. I'm saying like when I see like, like an old man, that's just like you like just wearing probably like a Walmart button up and like, you know, some pretty old jeans and like some old shoes. I just can't help but think like, I just always wonder about, do you, and do you want a new shirt? Would you go out of your way to purchase a new shirt? How would you decide what kind of shirt you like? I don't know if you think about this, you know? I always think about, like, I, and it's just always, like, that guy that's wearing a shirt like that, like, what else would you buy? What would you buy with your own money? I feel like that guy bought that shirt. You do? Well, I feel like that's the kind of message that, like, if somebody bought that for you, you'd be like, haha, that's funny, but never wear it. Mm. Um, if you bought that yourself, you'd be like, "Oh hell yeah, this is all me." I feel I know I I for me I, I can kind of I can imagine it both ways, you know, where it's like you think there's somebody who's like, "I'll wear whatever," and somebody's like, "Hey, no, wear this no, no, shirt." No. I mean, like I I no I think like I don't know like his brother or his wife or like his kid got it for him. It's like that's funny. I'm gonna wear it. Mm, okay, you know, I like I can that. see it in that like Christmas morning. That's now that's a shirt that says me. You know, I like to imagine his wife buying that for him on Christmas. That would be the best case scenario for me. I it was probably his wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just always curious about. I'm always curious about people that like just don't. I don't want to. I don't want to sound mean when I say like you know they're they're not fashion forward. You well, know. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm always just, just curious about like what would what happens if we put you in a clothing store and you have to buy something? What's your thought process? What are you gonna pick? How long are you gonna spend in like in this store? I'm just so curious about like how how these people will interact in an environment that I assume they are uncomfortable in that being a clothing store. It would be kind of fun to just be able to watch, like, yeah, just be like give somebody like access to yeah just mm-hmm. a bunch of clothes like all sorts of different cans and be like you can have whatever you want just pick one outfit yeah and then yeah just see like do they go try it on do they just like look at it and then be like this is what i want yeah like that would be interesting like like i can't say this for everyone but at least for me like if i imagine my dad i don't think he's ever been in a fitting room oh i don't know if my dad's been you know, in a like, fitting okay, room you know like okay so life. our dads you know it's like they don't go and they don't look for clothes because it's fun. They look for clothes because they need a new thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very utilitarian. Oh, yeah. I'm just curious, like, what's it like if you tell them to buy something that they think looks good? Yeah. What do they that, pick? How do they How do they come to that decision? I mean, I, very interesting to me. Makes me think of my dad only gets, like, new clothes, mostly because my mom will buy them or, like, 
he'll wear, he loves to wear like, you know, like Grizz sweatshirts and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. he'll wear the same one until it's like gross and falling apart. And they'll until, just get a new Grizz sweater. Well, somebody, he won't wear, get it. He won't buy himself one. He will wear it until he gets one as a gift. And then he like takes it off and puts on the new one. <laughs> and then like a hermit crab changing kinda. their shell. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, it's just very funny. Mm. And I wonder what I'm going to be, if I'm going to be like that in like 10 years. I, I don't know. I think you have to have always been like that. I don't know. I truly I don't, don't. I don't know because I don't think I'm ever going to stop thinking like, now that's a cool hoodie. Those are cool shoes. That's a cool shirt. And just always wanting to get stuff that looks cool. I don't think I'm ever going to change that. Unless things get really out of hand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. That was a fun fashion talk. Yeah, it really was. It turned from potpourri of just whatever into just... <laughs> just straight up just fashion. Yeah. Very interesting. That's the new episode. It's no longer potpourri. Yep. Here, should we re-record so we can add something in? Or should we just... <laughs> no. Okay. No. No. We pretty much started off with it, I Great. think. Yeah. I don't think we really talked about anything else. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, we just talked about uh, clothes we would wear. <laughs> Honestly, uh, pretty fun. Yeah. If you have any clothes that you used to wear, which I hope you did, otherwise you'd been <laughs> a fucking naked child. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, email us. At our email address. Which is? Nostalgia System Entertainment. God damn it. You were so close. Is it just Nostalgia System at gmail.com? No, it's Nostalgia System Podcast at oh, gmail.com. Fuck. I was close. Oh, you were so close. Also, <laughs> why would it be Nostalgia System Entertainment? I don't know. What a dumb answer. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what our podcast was called. That's fine. <laughs> you can also- I uh, never have to email us. Why true. should I know? Because I say it at the end of literally every episode, and I've prompted you so many times. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> You can also, aside from email, you can also uh, let us know on Twitter and Instagram at NES underscore pod. Better yet, if you have pictures, we'd love to see them. Oh, yeah. I Maybe I'll see if I can find some pictures of myself and send them to you. I don't think, uh, I mean, I'll if I go to my parents' house for Thanksgiving, I can definitely round up some cool fashion choices that I made. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else do we plug? We plug my favorite website, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where for just three bucks a month, the price of a shitty little coffee. Or half your way to a graphic tee. Half your way. Were they that cheap? I feel like they were very cheap. I like feel like a lot of them were five bucks. Yeah. Uh, you can get a little bonus episode. We record one every week, even on even on weeks where we know we can't record a full episode. You still get a little bit of extra content. So yeah, check that out. Uh, we'd really love it if you would support the show. I'm gonna plug this again because sometimes it does. Sometimes I'll check in and like, ooh, more. Uh, leave a review for the show if you like it. We'd like to leave a review, and if you don't, don't leave go to hell. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, if you could leave a review uh, on iTunes or whatever, I'm sure that helps us somehow. I still don't know if we get enough listens from iTunes for me to get analytics, so who the hell knows? 
Um, what else do I say at the end of this? It's been a while since we've recorded. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I never know. Obviously, I have not paid attention to what you say at the end. Plug socials. Do, plug, oh, you you talk about Patreon. Moonraker music. That's at the very end. Oh. I plug socials and I plug Patreon. Oh, that's usually when I throw it to the guests. I'm like, hey, what do you want to plug? So, Paul, oh. what do you want to plug? Uh, nothing. I said that like it. I was suspicious. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, I've got a few things to plug. Plug away, dear boy. All of December, I will be at craft shows. Ooh. December 4th and 5th, I will be at Maid Fair in Helena, Montana. That's where I'm from. That's where you're from. Uh, December. Where are you going to stay? I think we're just going to get Odell. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> the nice one. The nice one? I don't yeah. Know if there is a nice hotel. Uh, December 12th, I will be at Maid Fair in Missoula. Where are you going to stay here? Uh, your place. Okay. Uh, and then December 19, I will be at Dram Shop Central. Wow, that's where I work. That's where you work. Yeah, I've got uh, craft shows all December. Come find me. I've got a bunch of prints that I'm making. I got stickers. I got some pins. I've got all sorts of crap for you to put on your walls or crap that you can give to someone so they can put it on their walls. Uh, yeah, come find me there. And I'll be plugging that every week until those things happen. So there's no excuse if you listen to this and like, don't show up. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll even give you an NES sticker. <gasps> really? No. Oh. Well, if I print more, maybe I will. I don't know. Don't look at me like that. And with that, uh... Thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, it's your favorite question. What's next week's episode? I think we're talking about Barbies, hopefully. Who the hell knows? <laughs> we're in scheduling hell. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.